Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Semi Scribbled Podcast. I'm your host Akini and today we're going to be talking about Freshwater by Akweke Emezi. Let me tell you the truth about men like that. They want soft moons. They want women with just enough crescent to provide a sufficient edge. Tender little slivers of light that they can bring home to their mothers. Like I said, useless. That is just a snippet of the type of writing that you will find in this narrative. Fresh Water is one of the best books I've read this year. I keep saying that on this podcast, but trust me, this is in my top five of the top ten. This narrative is about Ada, is about Asuhara, is about Saint Vincent, is about the brothers' sisters, is about the Ogbanje. It's about a mind that is inhabited by more than just one being because a gate was left open with the spiritual realm. When we start this book, the first voice that we encounter belongs to what we know as the gods that inhabit Ada's body. We get to find out that there are about three of them who um, whose voices are slowly revealed to us through the narrative. But because the portal is open to the spiritual realm, we get brothers, sisters, and that's their name, traversing back and forth from the spiritual realm into this world. A majority of this book takes place inside the mind of Ada. Ada is the human form that houses these spirits. So maybe I need to take a step back and explain. Ada is born in Nigeria. She's born to a Malaysian mother and a Nigerian father. She's the second child of three children. She has an older brother, Chima, and a younger sister, Anuli. From when she was conceived, there was something different about Ada because at the time of her conception, the gates were opened. So according to this narrative, when children are born, they are gates through which they pass through, okay? And not all children, but some children who are children of gods. There's a gate that they pass through. And while they're still within the womb of their mother, they can pass back and forth. But at the time when they're ready to be born, then that portal is closed. Somehow this didn't happen for Ada. That portal remained open, which is why we now have or encounter these voices that are actually mini-gods or small gods that inhabit her mind. And it's definitely a spiritual journey. But more than that, it's about how she finds balance. And when I say she, I mean Ada, between herself and the others who are within her and who she needs to learn to live with. Now, the journey that we go through in this book with Ada and the others is basically from when she was a child to her blossoming into this full adult and it's a very rough journey it's not easy at all there are very many hints throughout the book that it's not supposed to be an easy journey at all there's a very clear distinction between who gods are and who human beings are and what gods endure and what human beings endure but surprisingly you find that gods endure a lot of harm just as humans do these brothers sisters who are within ada's mind 
are suffering by being on this mortal part of the world. They are longing to go back to the other side, to the other realm. And there are um, visitors who are their brothers, sisters, who come to tell them to go back they sort of admonish them uh, about staying too long because the whole essence is that there's a connection between all these spirits, if you want to call them that. They have a connection. And the fact that Asuhura and St. Vincent are stuck on this other side, together with the others who are, who are generally called we, there is that link pulling them towards the other realm, which has dire consequences for Ada, the human body. Ada is not meant to really be on that other side. She's meant to be a human flesh and bone within this world. So how the two parts of this mind learn to live with each other is generally what this book is about. Emezi really does a number on me. It's difficult to, to put yourself in Ada's shoes, but there are so many things that Ada endures that we endure also or have endured or can we can connect to we can understand so many things there should be a trigger warning on this book there are themes about sexual assault and rape there are themes about self-harm and suicide ideation all because she's trying to balance the gods that are in her mind and them wanting to leave this realm and her finding her way within it, within this world and her being Ada. We meet other people within this book and one of my very favorite characters comes almost at the end of the book and his name is Priest and Priest seems to understand exactly what Ada is going through. He identifies that she has these small gods also in her because he has them in himself but he seems to be more calm and has he seems to have found his own balance with them the amount of time that they spend together ada and the priest really help her sort of blossom into the person that she becomes at the end of the book and i'm telling you i read that part of the book and i immediately wanted somebody to make a movie so that we could watch that scene it was so beautiful the book is also definitely about love because in order to sort of find a grounding, love is involved. There's love between family members. There's love between friends. I was very happy that Ada had Malena who understood her and with whom she could be herself and explain exactly what she was going through. And Malena pops up throughout the book and sort of affirms the journey that Ada is going on. I just, I don't want to say too much. This is going to be a really short review because I cannot do justice (laughs) to explaining to you exactly what goes on in this book. It's something that you have to read. And I would definitely advise people to read this book with an open mind because it's a beautiful book. And if you go in with preconceived notions, then you will not enjoy the book. You'll not get it. The message will miss you. And maybe the message is not for you. But I want everybody to be open to receiving the message that is in this book. Freshwater is not fictional literature.
somebody really did survive this journey that we are reading about it's amazing to know that somebody went through that journey and came out of the other side well so it is a very hopeful book despite everything that goes down in it there's a lot of hope at the end of it and i love books that do that because it reminds us that though there's so many ways and choices and decisions and paths that we take in life that might run us through the ringer there is hope at the end of the day that we can find our footing rise to live another day mezi does that in this book that they have given us they really do show us that a journey can be rough but you can find solace at the end of it so keep going that's the major takeaway i got from the book there is not much more i can say about this book guys please go and read it i just or i would just want to read a few more lines because these two passages are what really stuck out for me so in the beginning when we are finding out how ada came into this world we are told that she is the daughter of a god and that god is named Allah and Allah is a python and is also the earth itself so we are told that for the egg of a python is the child of Allah and the child of Allah is not and can never be intended for your hands this statement is a thread or the beginning of a thread that runs through the book when you first read it it strikes you and you ask yourself hmm what does this mean that this child is not intended for for our hands what does that mean and this plays out throughout the book at the end you're like this is what they meant when they wrote this that it's both literally and metaphorically the other line that stuck out to me was humans often pray and forget what their mouths can do forget that every ear is listening that when you direct your longing to the gods they can take that personally this comes also in the beginning chapters of the book it's sort of bringing together the part of the story where Saul who is Ada's father had prayed for her to come into this world they had had a son Chima but now he was praying that he would have a daughter and so Ada was born and Ada was named as she was an answer to a prayer that he made to the gods to give them a daughter for all intents and purposes her father was praying to a christian god and there is an aspect of christianity within this book and Ada does embrace for example prayer to Jesus in the book but it's so interesting how we understand later that Ada is a child of a god but that sort of stuck out to me as well As you can see what I'm trying to say is there is a lot in this book that you have to be present for because it shows up. Emezi does a really good job of repeating certain sentences, certain words. It feels almost like a song, a lullaby being told to you so that you have little bursts of moments that are like, "Oh yeah, I remember that from the previous chapter." But if you're present enough, you'll get it. um it makes so much sense i love that i could not predict how this book would end i did not know where they were taking us but i loved 
just going with the flow of the book. I bet you if I read it again, I'll find new gems in it. It's not a long book. It's about 200 and something pages. But wow, <laughs> it really did a number on me. It transported me in the 200 and something pages. It's a wonderful debut of a book. And all I can say is please do go ahead and get it and read it. And I'm very glad that I did not have access to an audio version of this book. Reading it for myself really helped me ground myself and um, be more engaged with the book. That's all for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening. As you know, you can find us on Instagram or Twitter at podcast underscore semi. That's podcast underscore semi both on twitter and instagram you can also send us an email at semiscribbledpod at gmail.com if you want to tell us something in a longer narrative we're always happy to hear from you yes thank you for being here and we'll see you next time bye